0: Hey, gorgeous, you're on with Aviola, and today we are talking about content marketing for your spiritpreneur business. Now, this is a part of Spiritual Business Success Camp, a mini course just for my spiritpreneur sisters 12 Days of Blissness, and we are on day five. If you have not been listening or watching the other lessons, you definitely want to take your cute booty over to unblockmybusiness.com, unblockmybusiness.com, where you will see all of the lessons. This is an outer game program to succeed and move forward. Well, success, the, what you consider success, that's a whole different uh, podcast and conversation. But to move forward in the way that you want, you need both inner work and outer work, Right mindset, you know, your emotional, your spiritual, your mental foundation solid, and then you need inspired action. This course is all about the steps that you need for inspired action. So in case you missed it, we started off day one with your purpose, your platform, and your brand, 12 Days of Blissness. Day two was all about building your tribe, and we were, we were talking about that a lot in our Facebook group, so, you know, definitely head over there and join us. Day three, how to uh, put your Spiritpreneur f- offerings effortlessly into the world and sell without being salesy with your Spiritpreneur sales funnels. That's day three. Day three. Day four, I was talking about uh, your Spiritpreneur speaking success and fear, public speaking and fear. These have been really, really great lessons to your other sisters. If you haven't heard them, head on over and listen now. And day five was all about working with clients as a healer, as an expert, As a coach and dealing with your own imposter syndrome and wounded healer challenges. That was a powerful conversation that we had last night live on YouTube live. And it was with my girl Medina, who is an Australian healer and my partner in the Abundance Pray Love Retreat in Bali. And so if you want to really stop playing small, stop saying that, you know, well, I'll, I'll get to all of these great things in my life someday. Make someday today. Join us in Bali and you can find the info for that at AbundancePrayLove.com. All right. So let me get into today's teaching. Today we are talking about content marketing. Now you may be like, Abbiola, what is content marketing? Here's the good news. You've been doing it already and you don't even know. Everything that you put out publicly into the world is content. Your photos, your articles, your tweets, every single thing, your videos, your audios, all content. Now I know from what some of you have been saying in the Facebook group, that making more videos, making more podcasts or blogging more is definitely on the radar for you in the coming year. And so content marketing, as you may be realizing, is essential to building a lifestyle guru brand, which if you are starting a a business as a spiritpreneur, chances are is the kind of brand that you are trying to build. So what is content marketing? As I said, it is content (laughs) that markets or reaches your audience. One of the things that I said in last night's conversation, last night's video, how to work with clients as a coach and a healer, is to think of every bit of content that you put out into the world as a point of light. So if you're like, I want to make a million dollars, think about putting a million points of light into the world, reaching, you know, some people say, you know, reaching a million people, but I like to say a million points of light and that everything you put into the world, every tweet, every Instagram, every, you know, Snapchat, everything is out there. They're an employee working for you because someone who potentially sees that could be like, wow. This person has what I need. So if you are a spiritpreneur with um, you know, coaching people to have healthier relationships, someone may come on your, um, your Facebook page or your Instagram or whatever at just the right time and see that bit of inspiration from you or just see that happy picture of you and your partner living it up. Or see you, you know, sharing a story of something that you've been through, all content. And although you may be just sharing to share, it is marketing because it could potentially bring us back to you for your business. And so you want to just be conscious of the fact that your content is marketing for you. And not only is it, you know, happening maybe as a side thing like that you're unaware of, but it's also critical to know, especially for those of you who are in, you know, well, content marketing is for everyone. um But, you know, you choose your platforms, depending on what it is your industry is. So if you're a fitness instructor, or, um you know, a hairstylist or fashion designer or you know a coach working with people to feng shui their homes and you're not on the the visual uh platforms like instagram and snapchat and you're you're and pinterest um and you're not sharing visual content then no go no bueno If you are a writer and you're not making use of some of the platforms like Medium um, and going outside of your own blog or your own content, no bueno. Content, they say, is king, but... Of course, we're going to say content is queen, right? <laughs> Online because it allows you to make a connection. And it could be funny, it could be sad, it could be, you know, there's content that is, you know, you railing off angry about something. There's accidental content like I just sent a tweet just now to Domino's saying that I ordered a pizza without cheese and here's my pizza 90 minutes later, you know, with cheese. What's up? And someone retweeted it. Now I'm in a dialogue about Domino's and actually they still haven't responded. So that has now become content. So you want to just be aware and be wary and be purposeful because as spiritpreneurs, everything we do is purposeful, purpose filled, um, purpose filled, purposeful. Hmm. You could go either way. <laughs> Purposeful about your content that you're putting in the world. And so the homework, before I even get into the meat of the lesson, the homework uh, that I post posted today was the content marketing question. What true story about you can empower your clients, your customers and your audience? I'm going to read that again. Of course, you can find this all at unblock your, unblockmybusiness.com. day day six. What true story about you can empower your clients, customers and audience? And here's what I posted in our Facebook group. My answer is, it was transformational when I started to share about the fact that I had a marriage that failed. It was really freeing for me because I used to feel a lot of shame around it. When I shared this experience, my audience felt more comfortable in sharing their stories with me. And then it opened up many opportunities, including my essence relationship advice column. So see, that was content marketing, even though my purpose was just to be like, let me just tell y'all what I've been through. See? Okay, so here are some other examples of content marketing that you may be familiar with. So Lay's, the Do Us a Flavor campaign. Last year, maybe it was even the year before, like once a year or so, have you seen those commercials where Lay's will ask you to vote on or suggest different flavors and people suggest things like peanut butter and jelly Lay's potato chips and, you know, know, all kinds of crazy things, pizza flavored potato chips, and people will come up with different things. That's content marketing. And it is using crowdsourced content, which is us as the viewer or reader or participant coming up with content that they are then repurposing. Crowdsourcing content is a really strong thing that you can do. And actually in the upcoming Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood, we're going to spend a lot of time helping you to develop how exactly you want to use content as a part of your marketing to make sure that a year from now you have doubled your business. So another content marketing example is hashtag actually she can. And that's based on the, um, you know, the, the saying, I can't even. I can't even. Right. So it's called Actually She Can. And actually she can. Let me see. I forget what the brand brand was. That's interesting. See, I remember the um, I remember the, the campaign, but not the brand. OK, so I'm going to the site. Actually, she can. And it is. Oh, this is interesting. A lot of the big brands do this. Their content marketing is so clever that you go and the actual brand is hidden. So it really looks like a movement until I scroll down. When I go to the site at actuallyshecan.com, I just see, you know, a whole like movement that looks like, wow, this is really like a really dope, you know, girl power movement. But then when I scroll down, I see Allergan, um, Allergan, which is a drug corporation. So it's interesting that they have created this. And I believe that they make birth control pills. But you don't see any of that. There's no mention of birth control. There's pictures of people happy and in a relationship. Um, it says, do you know, um, even celebrities need go- good mentors. And it shows Gabby Douglas. And, you know, it just looks like, woohoo, actually, she can grow power. Yeah. But it's really a drug company that somewhere in here is going to get you into their loop and tell you more about their birth control pills so that is content marketing there was also a podcast that GE did called the message which was a fictional podcast with different characters and stuff like that again it was GE so companies are wanting to make themselves more likable because when these kinds of things appear in our feed we don't feel like we're engaging with advertising we feel like we're engaging with you know someone's engaging with a brand a lifestyle brand like you or me right so I don't know if you guys remember I'm sure you do the big old spice guy um campaign like maybe about three four years ago this was a really really successful campaign and the way that they did it you know was that they kicked it off with you know the old spice guy and he was responding to people on twitter in youtube videos you know etc so if you tweeted him and you said hey old spice guy you know my pizza didn't arrive or my pizza got here and it's got cheese and i wanted it cheese free he would go and make a video similar to his tv commercials and be like hey Abiola, you know i'm sorry your video didn't arrive and blah 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 and it was like a whole thing content marketing Right? Because the content is doing the marketing. It's pulling you into the story. And it was fun to engage with. I actually even interviewed him. Um, it was very interesting. Okay, another piece of content marketing that you may be familiar with that wouldn't first come to mind, Beyoncé's Lemonade or Kanye West's um in the bed video. It was another name for the song, but let's just call it the in the bed the video video. I don't remember what the name of the song was. Now, Music videos are content marketing. That's exactly what they are. They are marketing to bring you back to the content um, and make you purchase the song. But I'm gonna take it a step further and say that Beyonce's uh, recent movie or documentary and then her um, mini movie Lemonade, those are content marketing, but I would put this forward. For someone of Beyonce's caliber, her songs are also content marketing. So yeah, you may buy Beyonce's album for $14 or I don't even know how much an album is these days, $17 or whatever. But that's just the front end of her business. So that's why, you know, one of the things that I am gonna be teaching you in the Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood is how to have a front end of your business and a back end. The back end is where you're gonna make the bulk of your revenue. So you watch Lemonade, you feel empowered. You go to, you know, Instagram or Twitter. You're ready to burn it down, right? You buy Beyonce's album and you're like, yeah, she speaks to me. That's just the front end of the business. Then Beyonce, a few weeks later, endorses a vegan, 14-day vegan diet, I think it was. Um, I had it on my blog, right? Then she endorses, um, now she's got athleisure wear. Again, all of these things make up the back end. Then she's got a concert coming to town, right? So you are now further and further participating in the Beyonce brand. And all of it leads you to the next thing. And the, whether she's angry at her husband or angry at her sister or whatever's going on, all content marketing, front end. We don't even see what's going on in the back end. Okay, interesting. Other parts of content marketing that I personally have participated in. A few years ago, Pepsi hired me to be a brand ambassador and a blogger for something called Pepsi We Inspire, and it was a whole African-American Pepsi campaign, right? Because they were losing the market share to Coke. Um, and I don't drink soda at all, but my work with them had nothing to do with that. Never mentioned soda once. I was a, a blogger on the Pepsi We Inspire website where I wrote many bits of content, short articles, inspirational things about my life, about the world, never mentioned soda at all, because that had nothing to do with it. The point was, Pepsi, we inspire. Then putting it forward, look at us, we're inspirational, right? And that is content marketing. Similarly, you know, there was a My Black is Beautiful campaign by one of the major cosmetics brands. That people participated in and still, you know, took up as an anthem for themselves. Content marketing. Um, a couple of other examples that you wouldn't necessarily think of content marketing um, and are not, were not intended as content marketing, but do end up being content marketing. For example, my African goddess affirmation cards and my manifesting fertility oracle um, goddess cards. Those are... Products within themselves that I created because they're products that I wanted and needed in my life and in the world and I thought would benefit um, my sisters, other women, right? But it becomes content marketing because I love these cards. I enjoy these cards and so I share them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, whatever. And it brings people into my tribe and my brand. It's a fairly low cost product low barrier to entry I think at this moment the African goddess cards are maybe $18.99 and the manifesting cards are maybe $24.99 right so it is bringing people in you know like remember the lesson when we spoke about funnels on day three it's bringing people into my business even though it's a product within itself it becomes content and it becomes marketing okay so another example of content that, you know, is enriching in and of itself, but then can become almost like um an an advert advertising, frankly, is have you ever seen the movie Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead? Okay. I love this movie. I'm an evangelist for this movie. Um, it changed the way that I feel about my body and food and actually even just talking about it is making me want to go juice. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's on you can get it on Amazon Prime and probably Netflix as well, or at their website, Fat Sick and Nearly Dead, probably dot com. Because the person who made the film, he wasn't a health expert or anything. He was a guy that had um a lot of health issues and he went across America to sing the praises of juicing because it helped to get his body healthy and he created a a specific juice fast. Now juice fasts have existed throughout time. He didn't invent the juice fast but his movie marketed the juice fast. So what did he do? He started selling juicers first as an affiliate and then branding his own making relationships with Breville the company of juicers and then he sells information on how you can juice how you can get healthy because these are things that his audience demanded after you see that movie you want to take action and that's how I found him I you know when he he um he instagrammed me back and I was more excited than when Naomi Campbell followed me I think because I feel like oh my god like this is a tribe that I'm part of he's the tribal leader and there he is interacting with little old me you know, even though he's just a guy with a juicer. So the same for you as a lifestyle guru, you know, these, this is how you should think about your content and the things that you're putting out into the world. He then, the back end of his business, he's got consulting, he's got all kinds of things. Now, granted, he ha- he was knowledgeable because he was a, a, a well-known Australian businessman before he even had these health issues, but he's built it into a multi-platform, multi-layered, Um, multi-million dollar business where now it's funny because I see people who are talking about his film and they're like, oh, it's a commercial. But I actually, when I remember when I first saw the film, he didn't have any of those things. He didn't have, he wasn't selling any of those things. He wasn't selling the cookbooks that I've purchased from him or whatever, right? But these are things that he built on and he needed to build on, you know, if he was going to be a smart individual because his, his tribe demanded them. That the whole reason I'm having this conversation with you right now is that these are things that you have asked me for as a tribe that people have said, Abiola, you know, I want to build a brand like yours that is a lifestyle brand where you appear, you know, they're like, Abiola, I see you on TV. I see you with your own products and courses. I see you speaking on stages around the country. I see you doing these things and I want to be able to do them. And so I'm teaching you how to do them right and I, I have courses to empower you to do them so I'm building what my tribe has created and so that's what Joe Cross did with fat sick and nearly dead and so then the film is content marketing content and marketing okay so I want you to start to think about your content and how you can specifically use it as marketing um, or use content marketing in your favor there are A myriad of ways, Land's End, the clothing company, they have a quarterly magazine called Apostrophe Magazine um, for people who are part of the Land's End lifestyle, you know, I guess would be into it and do and participate in that. Maybe that's something that you can do Um, with my meditation albums, for example, I would say that, you know, that my meditation albums for me are a front end business object the same way like you know like we we talked about like with a singer like Beyonce having a front end with their songs where you know I often give away my meditation albums gladly because I want to put the meditations in the world but also you know it's content marketing it brings people into my tribe Um, it is if people wanted to purchase it it's a low barrier to entry and I I created these products because I know that they create results and that you know these are the the tools and the techniques and the soul care and the things the strategies that helped me to heal from dark things in my life and so I want to inspire and uplift people and I know that they work and then the bonus is that they are content marketing okay so all right goddess you have your marching orders to make it simple for you I started with just one question which as I told you is posted on our Facebook group in the group Um, what true story about you can empower your clients customers and audience okay so start with just one story one story what's what's one story that you can share Um, and then think about the ways that you could put it into the world. That's a a very simplistic and easy way to start with your content marketing, okay? And if you are just listening to this um, in the wild, head on over to unblockmybusiness.com. And if you really want to step up and put your big girl undies on and join me in Bali on the beach, full moon uh, June 9th, full moon Friday, Go to AbundancePrayLove.com, AbundancePrayLove.com. All right, my love, namaste.